0: Hello and welcome to the Size Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave Carney, I'm your host, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, kindergarten through fifth grade, PE, large groups. So welcome to part three of essential equipment, we'll call it, I don't know what I'm calling it. Essential equipment sounds good. Things you need for your PE program. So today, like I said, is part three. If you haven't checked out one and two, and you are a newer teacher or newer to the to that school maybe and you don't have a lot of things go back take a listen to number one which is the just the bare bones basics number two is kind of the intermediate stuff and number three this is more the uh, you you're starting to grow you're starting to get more stuff more money more money more problems right now I'm just kidding so you get more you have more things and you're just improving upon your program so here we go Okay, so I actually went from kind of big to a little bit smaller. I was thinking of things that I have and that have served my large groups well. And if you have smaller groups, that's okay too. So I'd love to have the debate with you on Twitter or Voxer or Facebook or any of these things. Or just email me at supersizephysa.com. If you think I'm crazy, I will sure I'm going to agree with you. But these are the ones that I chose for my... Uh, next 10, I have 20 already chosen in the last two episodes. So these are the, these are the 10. Uh, I'm not saying remaining, like you can't get more than this, but these are the next 10 I think I would get to expand my program. So number one are rebounders. Now, I love ball. We've been playing Chookball for a few years now, more than a few. We've been doing Sport Ed Unit for five uh, years now, and we always use chokeball. Because choke ball is not something that the kids go home and play at home. It's not they're not uh, all stars in chuk ball. I love it because it's a um, non-contact sport, no defense, and I think rebounders are great. They're great for skill acquisition and just getting the kids to throw a ball off the rebounder and catching it is is amazing. And you can add poly spots, which we have, where they have to collect the dots by by you know doing different angles with their partner. And it's just a great thing to have, are these rebounders. If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically think of a soccer or a baseball rebounder, but a little bit smaller. Now you could use those, that's fine. If you have a baseball or soccer rebounder to save some money. We actually invested in some good ones, and again, if you don't have the money, th- that's quite all right, that's perfectly fine, I understand that, I'm just trying to give you some things for as you build your program. We also use the rebounders to play sabaki ball, which um, if you buy the sabaki ball set, Nothing wrong with that, but it's expensive and those pins are pretty heavy. So we just use uh, our own pins and the rebounders. So you can play different games off of it. And I just think rebounders are really cool and they're a lot of fun. And the kids love the games we play with them. So rebounders are number one. All right, number two are spike ball sets. Yes, I finally said them. Spike ball sets because as you grow your program, I think spike ball is a great game to play. And if you you don't have the money for spike ball sets. They're around $45, 50 bucks. Um, I understand that, and they also just came out not too long ago with spike ball rookie sets, which are a little bit bigger and there's a bigger ball. So I think it's great for the younger students. Now, if you don't have spike ball sets, you don't need, or you, you don't really need them. You could just use hoops and a ball, but this makes it even better. And it's hard. It is hard. A game. It's a hard game for kindergarten through fifth. I mean, even 4th and 5th graders have a hard time playing the exact regular real game of spike ball, so we do modify games, but it's a great addition for your net wall game, something totally different, and I think they're really worth it. So spike ball sets are number two. All right, number three are hockey sets, or at least hockey sticks. So these get kind of expensive sometimes, and replacing the blades are not always easy. (laughs) But my students love hockey, and I love hockey. I grew up playing hockey, and if you already have pillow polo, that's the... That's awesome. I love pillow polo as well. I talked about that in episode two of this um, equipment series. So, hockey is the next step for me and for my students. They go from uh, pillow polo to hockey because they're both long handled implements. And it's the next, for me, logical progression. And the kids love the hockey drills we play. We play games where, you know, two classes actually go against each other, knocking pins down. Um, we do lots of um, hockey, just Modify games, and you know, as long as you're safe and the kids are safe with them, I think it's a great addition to your program. So number three is hockey and hockey sticks. All right, number four. So we're gonna go on this again, bigger, you know, sport-related thing. uh, Baseball sets or cricket or wherever you're from, something with striking, fielding. So you have that um, those skills you can work on with striking, fielding, and those type of games or modified games. So baseball, I mean, you don't need a lot. You could even use just wiffle balls or wiffle ball bats. Or, um, We don't have actually baseball bats like the aluminum or the wooden ones. We have softer ones, and uh, we use softer uh, balls. Then we don't use like hard baseballs. But if you don't have tees, you could use cones that are kind of uh, higher up, or you could kind of build them up. Um, we do have a few tees, but just investing in a baseball set and you can play some modified games. Now, I, we don't play, again, 12-on-12 12 12 baseball. We don't do that. We play smaller, like, 5-on-5 five five, uh, modified game called, like, bunker ball, And uh, games like that, where it's smaller. It's not as—I um, don't like kids waiting in line too much. So try to keep it small. But baseball, and anything with baseball, bats or sets are a winner to me. They're a home run. How's that? That's number four. Number five, golf Sets. Now, for years, I was wrecking my brain as to how would I get a golf set or many sets. So it started with, let's see, because I love golf. Um, originally, I was going to use an old set that I had passed down from my father. He passes me down uh, quite a few sets in the past. When he gets a new one, he'll give me the old one. And I asked him if maybe he can get the the golf pro or the pro shop at his uh, golf club, like place golf club. <laughs> To cut down the um, the size of them and regrip them for the younger kids, for the you know just maybe like third, fourth, fifth, and so we were gonna do that, and then we didn't. <laughs> Don't know why. And then I was uh, planning on going to the local like a local golf club, golf course, and see if they could donate anything. And then I heard of First Tee. So First Tee, I'm not sure if it's everywhere, and it might not be outside the United States. First Tee are oversized golf clubs. They're not huge, but they're bigger size. With tennis balls, basically you're hitting, but they're they're colored and they have lines on them to line up the shots. And they've been great. We get putters and wedges. And we had them for free. We had a bunch of them. So I'll have one class at a time go through it. You could have two, but it's that's kind of a lot. But you could have one putting and one chipping at, at a time, definitely, if you want to have two classes doing that at a time. And they provided targets. They're like Velcro targets for the tennis balls. And it was free. We had to just take an online course for a couple hours, me and my para. We kind of split the the job up. And uh, they sent us a bunch of free stuff. So that is definitely the way to go. But golf sets are awesome. First tee has been amazing. So something with golf, or at least if nothing else, gets some putters for uh, like a target game or just putt-putt for the kids. They can make their own courses, things like that. Uh, golf sets are the way to go. That's number five. All right, number six are, I'm going to put these in a big category here, like the net games. Tennis, badminton, pickleball, volleyball. Choose one or more. So we don't actually have badminton. A lot of people have badminton nets and badminton rackets. We actually have tennis rackets, and that's what I inherited from before I was I got to the school. They they definitely need to be re-gripped or retaped, but... We use tennis rackets for balancing for the the little kids. They'll balance a beanbag on it and do some flips, uh, the flip the pancake kind of thing, or they'll balance a tennis ball and going over um, an obstacle course type of thing or balance beams. Uh, Badminton is definitely a great game for everybody. Pickleball has become something new in the past. I don't know five years or so. Something. that I mean, not brand new, but definitely coming on the scene. And volleyball. We don't. We actually have a volleyball net, but we don't really use it, and it's too hard to set up. But For volleyball, what we just do is do the inverted volleyball, which I think is called Nitroball, or you can call it something different, where they can bounce it over the net. And it's kind of like volleyball, but basically um, not as high of a net. So number six basically is just choose a, not only say a sport, but choose a program that you want to go with and go for it. Even just get um, a couple nets and a ball, like a a bouncier ball, and just play like an inverted volleyball game. But get the net games going because that's very important. So that is number six. Number seven, I really, really want our school. And I had, my principal was like, there's no way you're bringing archery to my school. Too dangerous. Well, I have a new principal now, so you never know. Maybe I'll hit her up on this. Archery, I love archery. I've done it only at some camps before and camps with my kids. I think it'd just be a tremendous thing to have in a PE program. I know it's more for like maybe the middle school, high school. But man, that'd be so cool. So I actually don't have this, but I really, really want to bring archery to my school. And I think it's great to get the kids to understand safety, along with like obviously target practice and following rules and, and all that good stuff. And but I mean, yeah, I don't want anybody getting hurt, obviously. But archery, if you can get it and you can afford it and your principal and parents back it up, I say archery. That's number seven. That's awesome. All right, number 8, 9, and 10, or numbers 8, 9, 10, are going to be a little bit uh, smaller scale. They're not as big as like the archery and, and golf and everything. Number 8 are the scoops. I love those scoops. We used to call them, or they were called trackball, uh, something like that, when we were kids. And the kids loved to play catch with them, kindergarten or fifth grade. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically there's a handle and like a scoop looking thing. And they play catch with them with like a wiffle ball. But the kids love to do that, and now we don't have a ton of them, so it's mostly for like a fun Friday or a free day that they just kind of play catch with them. But it's a great learning activity. It's a great hand-eye coordination activity. It's more of a fun thing. Now you could do different games with them. There's lots of different games you could play with them. But as a an extra type thing, I think scoops are the way to go, and they're not super expensive. So get some scoops. Number eight. All right, number nine. Going on on with uh, the kind of the fun extra stuff. I say balance boards and uh, the kind of the, the skip and jump things. I don't. I forget what you call those. Where you put them on your ankle and you you jump over a wiffle ball that's tied to your ankle, kind of thing, or the twirl and jumps. Some extra fun stuff, just fun Friday or free day stuff, or you know, even during a uh, field day, we have a we just have a fun station where you just have a bunch of stuff out and they get to play. So balance boards, they really really enjoy, and all these things they actually really enjoy. It's just extra stuff to add to your program. But the kids really like to balance on the balance boards and kind of spin around and things like that. And it's, you know, I use those kindergarten through fifth grade. I was worried about kindergarten at first, but I think that kindergarten's done a pretty good job so far, and they've been safe. They've also come up with some pretty cool ga- cool games where where they will put like a chicken on one side, and they'll just stomp on it, and it'll hop up in the air, and um, the other kid uh, student will catch it. I think that's great, so they're very creative with them. So get on board with the balance boards, number nine. All right, number 10, these are things I've had when I first started the program, but they're really good. <laughs> Chinese jump ropes or jump bands, depending on what you have what you, or what you can afford, we have Chinese jump ropes. And at first I came into my program or my uh, storage unit, I'm like, what are these things? Now, we don't use them a lot, but we definitely use them for our Jump Rope for Heart or Kids Heart Challenge stations. Um, they're great for building um, teamwork, I think, because they they are in teams and they're practicing their their jumps and their patterns. Um, kids really like to just challenge each other to go higher and higher, and um, I just think they're a great addition. And we also have used them before for an obstacle course on the playground. We've tied them Uh, Loose, Well, not so tie them so we can't get them off, but tie them around the poles so we make them almost like uh, they have to go through the web kind of thing or pretend they're lasers and they have to go underneath or above them or something like that. So Chinese jump ropes, they're not a huge thing, like, again, like some of the things we talked about, but I think they're important. So add them to your program. It's something great and something the kids will like. So that's number 10, Chinese jump ropes. And now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. The Cowboy Tip of the Day is keep adding to your program. Now, you may disagree that Chinese jump ropes are necessary. They're not necessary. Scoops aren't necessary. Balance boards aren't necessary. I'm going to even give you an extra one that I really have enjoyed lately, which are the cannon Launchers. Now, they are from Palos Sports, where the kids will... It's almost like a stomp rocket. They'll put a ball inside a... I can't even explain it. Like a dome-looking thing with a, a cylinder thing at the end, and they just stomp on it, and the ball goes you know out really fast and we aim for targets or try to get them in the goal the kids love them so that's something extra and i could just keep keep adding extra things there's so many things you could add to your program please keep it fresh keep it going keep adding to your program that's the whole whole point of this keep it uh new and exciting and you know have the old things in place but keep adding to your program and that is your cowbell tip of the day All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in, and as promised, I have your cheat sheet for you. It is all the things I've talked about in these past three episodes of things on the beginner, kind of intermediate, and I don't wanna say expert, but um, advanced scale, let's just say. And again, feel free to add to this. These are not set in stone. It all depends on your program. Build your program. It's not my program. I know how to build mine. I'm always here for you at supersizephysed.com. You can email me. Let me know what you think. I'm also on Twitter and Voxer and Instagram. Um, For the most part, it's PE underscore Dave 1017. And as always, you guys and girls are awesome. Take care, and here is a fresh beat for you.